Hi, I'm Joel Puelski. And I'm Ethan Puelski. And this is the, the Anita, Anita Puelski Podcast. Anita Puelski. A podcast. All right. So this is our first episode of the podcast. Yeah. We're making this. It's a gift for mom for Christmas because she got a new job and she listens to a lot of podcasts. So we thought... What better than her own podcast? Yeah. If she doesn't like uh, us talking at home, she can just take us with her where she can turn us off. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, it's Perfect. the easiest way to mute your family. That's right. Is if you can literally mute them. <laughs> That's a good way. So let's talk about what, what we're thinking. So we've got a bunch of ideas, but we don't know what's going to happen. Each podcast will probably be, be different. different. We're trying to do one a month. That's kind of the goal here. We're going to do some interviews Maybe a little game show. A lot of history. I, I've i been looking up a lot of history. Ethan's going to be sick of hearing me give him facts <laughs> pretty quickly here. Yeah, and we'll probably just have some dialogue about different things you find and research about Anita Puelski, about yeah. mom, our yeah. mom. And it's going to be a good time. Party. What, do we know what our first uh, segment is today? Christmas. So this is the Christmas episode. This is the Christmas episode. We are probably listening to it. On Christmas Day 2020. Awesome. That's the plan. And maybe again in the future. Who knows? Hello out there in Radio Land. Yep. In the people of the future. Wow. It's kind of sci-fi. We like sci-fi. There won't be much of 2020 left. It'll be 2021 by the time most people hear this. I know. Is it better? Who knows? Did we did we really have 2020? Did we really have 2020 vision going into this year though? We thought we did and it. We needed glasses. Do you remember all those 2020 resolutions people were making in 2015? I remember it was their five-year 2015, plan. Oh. 2015, everybody was making 2020 visions. I was visions. not that. I was not that oh, far ahead. Of everywhere it. in corporate America, they were doing that. Well, you know, I don't know if I would call the dance world corporate America. Um, so I think I was missing out on that mm. situation. Well, there were, and as soon as the COVID hit in 2020, I was like, this is this is what everyone's plans were leading to, and they had no idea. All those plans. That's like this. That sounds like you gotta take it like my one friend. I so I just moved re- recently to Paris. Now I never thought I would move to Paris. I didn't have a dream of moving to Paris. You know, I wasn't learning French, nothing. But I moved to Paris, and my friend called me up, and she said, "Congratulations, Joel. This is something that you have you've been dreaming of pa- moving to Paris your whole life." <laughs> As if she's like, you had that little. Eiffel Tower. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have never dreamed, but I love it. We're gonna say it. If 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 she thinks that I've had this dream, we'll just go ahead and say it's a lifelong dream I fulfilled. And there you go. That's how it works. You know, if you really want to achieve big goals, you just make the goal after you've achieved it. After you've achieved it, yeah. So like, hey, I had lunch today after I've already made lunch. There you go. Mm -hmm. A diet. You make your diet plan after you've eaten it. It's just it's just written up what you ate. There you go. And you'll you'll never. You'll never mess it up, because you can't. It's in the past. <laughs> you just don't make that resolution if you didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. That's now, great. sometimes you like to feel a lot bad about it, though. So maybe you'll write something you didn't need or you did, you know, just so you have somewhere to go. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to improve then, you know? Well, you just do something better and then say that you did that to improve. That, but that's hard you get you get because you got to keep <laughs> but then you have to better. actually improve so so not only do you have to okay well what if you just made really easy goals to start with like i made lunch 
and then the next time you write down the I don't, anyway, I guess you I guess you gotta eventually get at some point where you don't want to do anything more than that. So now you've lost me a little okay. bit. Okay, well, being honest. Move, moving on. <laughs> what do we have? Do you have some history that we're going to transition into? Yeah. Yep. How are we planning on transitioning? Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for the first episode, we thought we would start with the very first. So we're the monthly facts. Here we go. This. So this is not actually a month episode because it's on Christmas. So we're just going to start with the day Anita was born. Which has nothing to do with Christmas. So it's right. Just, so it's a, it's also not a month because it's a day. Yep, so this does not fit. <laughs> so we're off to a great start. That's right, great. So this segment, though, is slotted to be whatever month we put it out. Yep. We're going to do interesting facts about exactly. that month. But instead, we're doing her birthday. Yep. Gotcha. That's right. All right. All right, so her birthday. Do you know that there is actually a book called January 1973? No, it's... Which is the month she was born. Wow. It's called January 1973, Watergate, Roe vs. Wade, Vietnam, and the month that changed America forever. Now, what day of the week do you think mom was born? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, Sunday? Nope. Thursday. What day were you born? I don't remember what day of the week I was born. I was born on a Wednesday. How do you know that? Because you type it into paperwork all the time. They've when got a little you... calendar and you click on it and you, you just type like, oh, I was born on a Wednesday and it just happens all the time. It's probably on your FAFSA, it's on all kinds of paperwork. For one thing, I never typed in my date of birth on my FAFSA, so I can guarantee that because I just had to fill that out yesterday. Well, second. Are you filling it out right? <laughs> I don't understand how you saw... They didn't ask you for the day of the week. How did you know what day? You okay, mean... so you know when you can like go in and there's like a calendar? Yeah. And so you can you can click like the year. You know when it's like fill in the date, but then it's like you it's can click It's a graphical calendar the... and you click the day of the month. Is that what you mean? Maybe. It's graphical. You didn't type in numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was typing numbers for my birthday. Yeah, but sometimes they're leaning more towards it you now. You want to click all the way through all the calendars? I've never had it not no, be No, it's got like the year and then the month, and then it's just got the month there and you click the day. And it has the little days of the yeah, week above it. Yeah, but it's like a it. pop-up. I've never seen it be... Maybe your Mac does things mine doesn't. Oh, my Windows doesn't do. I don't know. I've never had it be a calendar that was required, and I've never, for my birthday, put it in as a calendar, because then you have to flip through all the years. It's much easier to type in 1995. But, did you... how many Now, how many days ago do you think Mom was born? How many days ago? Today? Yeah. Oh, my word. I don't know. A thousand. A thousand? Come on. Well, you're not going to overguess that number, are you? 17,484. Oh, wow. She's an Aquarius. I It has how old that person would be, but we're just going to skip over that one. <laughs> um, sh- she slept for 5,828 days. Assuming she slept every night? Uh, yeah, I guess. It's 16 years of her life she's been asleep. Wow. She's been alive for 419,000 hours. Wow. And she's 25 million minutes old. And her next birthday's on a Monday. Well, there you go. What do you have to say about that? Her next birthday's on a Monday. Hmm. A Monday in 2021. Hmm. So when she was born, the okay, here's a fun fact. So, you know who else was born on the same day as her? Elvis Presley Jr., 
Oh. Who Elvis Presley said was not his son. But there's some debate about it. And anyway, he's a performer. It says on his website that he's a riveting performer with the rare capability to establish a very special report with his audience. His incredible singing voice, naturally reminiscent of The King, and fine sense of humor has thrilled audiences worldwide. Wow. Can, how long can you debate that, though, before somebody gets a DNA test? He either is or is not Elvis's son. That's not something... Well, I don't know. question anymore. But who, who, do you have a DNA test running around? We'll go get him. We'll be, we'll break the news. We'll make the headlines. But then if he's not, then it's kind of, he probably won't let him. Right. Which means probably that he's not his son. His whole career is gone. But what if, but if it is his son. How does he know what was going on between Elvis and his mom back in the day, you know? Well, because he's, you just mean he's not going to do it because he doesn't know for sure if he's Elvis's son. I would want to know. I would. Well, yeah, I would do the know, test but in if private. It's going to ruin your whole career. Even if it doesn't ruin my whole career, fill has. it out. Get Elvis's DNA. Maybe he's DNA. done it in and private the... and secret. But how's he going to get Elvis's DNA? Oh, I'm sure somebody has it on a hair. I know, but it's probably expensive. You think someone, some big fan who paid ten million dollars to get this hairbrush with Elvis's hair on it, is going to just give it away? They might. To have a permanent somebody you would think would have a permanent record of Elvis's DNA. Do you want to know the number one baby name for girls born when mom was born? Sure. Is it Anita? Yeah. Was it really? No. Amy. Amy. Uh-huh. Same Amy, letter. Michelle, Kimberly, Lisa, Melissa, Angela, and Heather. Mm. There you go. You know, you know each of those? I know someone who has a name like that for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably classics. multiple people. Classics. Have you ever heard about the name Madison? You know that story? No. Madison was just thought of as a last name. And then in the 80s, there was this movie called Splash that came out. It's about this mermaid. Okay. And she becomes, she, you know, gets legs or whatever. Yeah. And um, she's walking around in New York. She meets this guy. He's like, what's your name? And she says it out loud and she breaks glass, whatever. You know, it's mermaid speech. Anyway, so she's got to get a new name. So they're walking through New York and the guy goes, well, what do you want your name to be? She looks up and she sees the street name is called Madison. Madison, like Madison Square Avenue. Yeah. And she says, Madison. He's like, no one's been ever been named Madison. Like, it's a big joke. Like, and people, like, it was really not a name. In the 80s. Wow. And then it became a name, and now it's one of the most popular girl names. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Just came out of nowhere. To me, you know, it feels like this old name that people have had all well, along. Well, a lot of, I think a lot of our peers are named, I know five or six Madisons that are our age. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of really good Madisons in my life. <laughs> my, my best friend in middle school is named Madison, best friend in high school, different Madison, Best friend in college, uh, third Madison. <laughs> but you know, I don't have any friend, any close friends named Madison other than them. Now, well, what's my it? Madisons, Madisons have not been there for me in the past hmm. year or two. <laughs> They've not been there for. I need some more Madisons. So, what's a name like that now? Like, what's a name that's only last name now? Powelski. Well, but that's because it's so weird. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. Krasinski. I guess anything ending in a ski is easy. Yeah. 
Um, Smith. You don't think of Brown. What if somebody was named Brown? Brown. Or Smith? Smith. Mom works with someone whose little kid is named Bear. Bear. Well, I mean, I know a lot of Indians, Native American, oh, meaning, yeah. that will be named very simple things, right, like right. Bear, or like, I, I knew someone who was named Feather. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They're, they've got jokes on TikTok about Southern names, and it's like... Pig food, you know, like all the like farm names or whatever, like horse dye and all these mm-hmm. things. It's funny. Anyway, that's all I have for the day that mom was born. So we're gonna move on into the next portion. All right, hello, I am Joel, and this is the Christmas podcast. So I'm here with my brother Ethan, and I'm just gonna read Ethan some interesting facts about Christmas. So we'll awesome. see what you know. You think you know a lot about Christmas? Oh, yeah. I know lots about Christmas. Lots about Christmas. Well, we are going to be talking about why Santa wears red. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, from why Santa <laughs> wears red to the original mince pie. Oh, mince pie, huh? They put little mints in it? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, because they had real bad breath back then. So yeah. they had to get lots of mints in their pie. I figured. So they could um, have that good breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now did you know, here's our fact number one. Do you know that there's no mention of December 25th anywhere in the Bible? In fact, there's no mention of when Jesus was born at all. There was much debate amongst early Christians, and it wasn't until the 4th century AD in the Roman Empire that Jesus' birthday was celebrated on December 25th. The most popular theory as to why the state was settled on is that it was borrowed from pagan traditions that already occurred on that day. Do you know what the... I, I actually didn't know that. Do you know what the pagan tradition was? The Savanabas? Saturnile. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, yep. Savanile. It was a celebration of Saturn's birth. Yeah. And then it be, then became the celebration of Jesus' birth. That's why it's Saturnile. How do you what know was that? Your, what? How do you know it? Just how... Where do you uh, know it now? Adventures Odyssey. Oh, Interesting. Now, did you know Boxing Day is actually about boxes? <laughs> about boxes? Is it because they're boxing up things? That's that they've what got? you think, but it's not correct. Oh. Multiple theories abound as to why this bank holiday received its name. The most popular theory suggests it was traditionally a day when servants had the day off to visit their families. Their employees would send them home with Christmas boxes containing money, gifts, or food to thank them for the reliable service through the year. Oh, wow. So... It's like gift day, but they call them boxes, so it's box day. Yeah. Well, it's a Christmas box you get sent home with. Yeah, but which is a gift, though. Yeah. It's, so. like your, it's like your Christmas bonus day, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. more like it. So it's mm-hmm. bonus day, but with boxes. Now, here's another fact for you. Do you remember that little book we had that was about Xmas and the Xmas present? And yeah. he was disappointed that they were taking Christ out of the holiday with Yeah, they put X in there. I, yeah. I love that book. But did you know... That Xmas doesn't actually take Christ out of the Christmas. In fact, X comes from the Greek letter Chi, which happens to be the first letter of the Greek word for Christ. And Greek was the original language of the New Testament. The word was simply created as an abbreviation and was first used in the mid-1500s. Oh, wow. I didn't know know that. No. That's interesting, isn't it? That book was kind of wrong. Now, I compiled two articles worth of facts onto this page and one of them went on and on about how santa wears red because of a coca-cola ad 
But then the other one said Santa doesn't wear red because of a Coca-Cola ad and went on and on about how that wasn't the origin. So, the next fact is maybe Santa wears red because of a Coca-Cola ad, but maybe he doesn't. Well, did he wear red before Coca-Cola was a thing? Well, yes, but if you think about it, maybe... Well, that's what this one article was saying. Well, he wore red before then, but... Well, that seems like definitive. If he's a celebrity, he would have worn any color. You know what I mean? If you... You can't say that... The typical depiction of Jesus doesn't wear white because he wears all these other colors in different movies and things. You know, or what maybe I mean? like a like a. I think he wore all kinds of colors, but then they like kind of. That one is when he started kind of only wearing red. Mm. Probably, I have seen Santa Claus in other colors, especially in older illustrations, like green and blue, especially. So you're saying like he would wear red, but he would also wear green yeah. and blue. So then, once maybe once Coca Cola came along and they only showed him in red, and that was where most people knew him from. So maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah, this article says before the company had been invented, Saint Nick was being depicted in multiple books and illustrations wearing a scarlet coat. Mm. From the 1930s onward, Coca Cola did, however, help shape the image of Santa as a jolly old man. Who was he before? An angry old man. <laughs> oh, an angry old man. No, I don't. I don't know. Look, I didn't research this article. I'm just reading it to you. So, well, I'm going to ask questions. You well, don't have to know the answer. Okay. Well, you could ask questions, but I don't know if you could get the answer. That's fine. All right. Now, do you know that uh, turkeys were originally something else? <laughs> <laughs> no, turkeys were something. Well, else. you know, the tradition is to have a turkey at Christmas dinner. Well, they used to have goose. But there was another animal. Peacocks. Peacocks? That one peacocks. I did not know. Before turkeys were brought into this country over 500 years ago, people used to eat geese, boar's head, and even peacocks during the festive season. Huh. Henry VIII was the first English king to enjoy a turkey on Christmas Day, and the bird was still regarded as a luxury up until the 1950s, with many choosing goose instead. Thanks to the yeah. invention of the fridge and the ability of the large turkey to feed a whole family, it soon took top spot on many Christmas tables. And the reason I say goose is because um, if you ever read The Blue Carbuncle by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, it's a Sherlock Holmes adventure. Oh. Sherlock Holmes finds, a, he's tracking down a goose for Christmas. And he has to figure out, somebody took the blue carbuncle and stuffed it inside a goose. And they have to track down where the goose came from, how the blue carbuncle got it, which is a like What's a diamond. A oh. It's like a diamond type thing. So he's got to track down how that blue carbuncle got in that goose. And everybody was eating goose for Christmas. There was no mention of turkeys. So did someone eat the carbuncle? They almost did. But as they were putting stuffing inside it, right? Oh. As they tore out the insides, they found the blue carbuncle. Well, then what happened to him? He was there in time? Well, I mean, you want to read the book to find the okay. ending. but um, We don't want to read anything. Right. Based, Sherlock saves the day. Oh, big surprise there. And an innocent, an innocent man was taking the blame for the mm. blue carbuncle, and he got that guy off. Well, good for him. Merry Christmas. Well, here it talks about the pagan roots that you've already explained, so we'll skip that one. <laughs> now, mince pies, did you know mince pies originally did not contain meat? No. Medieval people during the 16th century believed that if you ate a mince pie every day from Christmas to the 12th night, you would have happiness for the next 12 months. The pies were known as Christmas pies, spelled with a Y, and contained anything from rabbit to mutton, huh. pigeon to pheasant. Now, those all sound like meat to me. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but they weren't probably minced meat, which is why where the minced comes from, right? Which because I was going to say, how do you have a minced pie without mincing the meat? But it was called a Christmas pie. Mm. Oh yeah, it says they were larger than than their modern creation, and made into an oval shape that represented Jesus' crib. Oh, an oval shape to represent his crib. Hmm. Wonder why they thought it was an oval. <laughs> we don't normally yeah. see oval cribs. It's normally a trough now. We think of yeah, like a square or triangularly shaped. Yeah. Now this next fact, maybe I should have read over these a little bit more. It says a crackling log fire is the reason we pull Christmas crackers. Well, great. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. We During pulled the Christmas late crackers. 1840s, a London sweet maker named Tom Smith sat by a crackling log fire and imagined how fun it would be if his wrapped sweets made the same sound when opened. A short time later, Kosakis, a log shaped sweet package with a surprise crackle element inside were put on the market. The public came to know them as crackers and as crackers and by the early 20th century hats hats, jokes and various trinkets had replaced the sweets inside them. Oh, pull like the you pull the the English crackers. Yeah, yeah. like the little You were thing. thinking like the little bread crackers? I didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> I was with you the Soon, whole time. They were adopted as a traditional festive custom. And they, the rest, they say, is history. They pull those, you know, one person takes one side and you take the other. And you pull them and they make a crack. To me, that feels like a New Year's tradition. No, it's Christmas for them. Well, and they have little hats inside. Yeah. You know, one of my British friends just posted that she hates it because the hat never fits her head. And so she said, <laughs> nothing ruins Christmas spirit like the hat more not than your head. when the hat not fits her head. But you know what I say? It's paper, so just rip it a little bit. <laughs> Get some bobby pins, stick it in there. It'll be great. All right, now, do you know who created Rudolph? Who created Rudolph? Well, I assume they created the song, so some songwriter? Nope. Red Nose the Rain... <laughs> Red Nose the Reindeer. Nose, the Red Nose, whatever, was created in 1939 by Robert L. May, an advertising copywriter for Montgomery Ward Department Store in Chicago. Every year, the store would give away free coloring books as holiday gifts to the children who visited the store. The store, Father Christmas. Rudolph's story sold 24, uh, sorry, 2.4 million copies in its first year of production. And then the song was released in 1949, becoming one of the best-selling songs of all time. So it didn't come out for 10 years wow. after it was originally a... Um, a coloring book, coloring basically? Book. Yep. We're going to talk wow. about that a little bit later once we get into the second article. We're still on the first article, but we'll get some more facts about Rudolph. And he was always minute. a red nose, so you're supposed to color the nose in red, presumably. I think so. Probably. That's what the point of it being a little more fun. Hmm. But they almost didn't... Here, I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit. They almost didn't color his nose red because back in that time, a red nose was a sign of a alcoholic. Oh. And so he didn't want Rudolph to look like an alcoholic, so they almost didn't, but... In the end, I guess they decided it was worth it, and so they kept it. Hmm. I would think it'd be because you're cold or something, too. I mean, the, what, I always yeah. think of it like a blushing. Well, yeah. Do you, I have never noticed a drunk person to get a red nose. Yeah, that's an association we have But now. maybe it's like an alcoholic. Like, maybe there's some kind of thing is if you abuse it for a long time, then some medical thing happens and your nose is red. Oh, that's uh -huh. news to me. You maybe. know, blush, people are starting to put blush on their noses now. This year, it's coming in. I don't know why. Make them look like alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, 
Did you know they used to put blush on their knees? No. Because back in the 1920s, when stockings were, um, well, they stopped wearing corsets, so then they stopped having things to attach their stockings to. Mm -hmm. So they'd start wearing shorter stockings and roll them down below their knee, and then, then people, they wouldn't see your knee until you were dancing, but then... When you were dancing with your knees, so people started putting blush on it. Sometimes mm. they would even paint their knees wow. for people to see. Well, blush itself is not that old. It dates back to about Victorian times. I, I'm sure they had red type stuff before that, but blush as we know it today came around as a result of Victorian England. Yeah, they probably put poison and stuff on. Right? Oh, absolutely. All kinds of things. They, they put bees. What it was is singing. yeah, they put things people were allergic to, yeah. and then it would swell Crazy. up. That's that was the original blush. Um, did you know? That mistletoe has been revered for thousands of years. Wow. From the ancient Greeks to North mythology... Mythology... Did I say North mythology? Norse mythology. Mistletoe has been a symbolic herb for centuries. Many customs have linked it to love, fertility, and new light. In some way, these beliefs eventually led to the custom of kissing under the mistletoe during the Christmas period. This tradition became increasingly popular in Victorian England when men would steal a kiss from any woman seen lingering beneath a sprig of mistletoe. And the refusal was seen as bad luck. Wow. So I wonder how many of our traditions date back to Victorian England because I guess that's a lot. Charles Dickens era, that's it must have been quite must the, be when Christmas kinda of took off. Yeah, in that new way. And I'm sure Dickens probably influenced that a lot because his writings were very popular and yeah. he wrote about Christmas quite often. Hmm. Well, maybe if it wasn't set at a specific time as much either, too, then it was like, I don't know. <laughs> did you know that Santa Claus comes from St. Nicholas? I did know that. <laughs> a Christian bishop living in what is now Turkey. In the 4th century AD, St. Nicholas had inherited a great deal of wealth and was known for giving it away to help the needy. When sainted, he became the protector of children. After his death, the legend of St. Nicholas spread. St. Nick's became, name became St. Nicholas in Dutch, or Sinterklaas for short, which is a hop, skip, and a jump to Santa Claus. Oh, I see. <laughs> that's the technical term. A hop, when you have a name a that's very similar to another name, that's, that's right. a hop, skip, and jump. So like yep. Ethan and Ethan. It's like it's oh, a hop, skip, and a jump. Hop, skip, and a jump. That's right. Give that a couple years. Put bake that it in the, the dictionary. Bake it in the cultural oven. Uh-huh. It'll come out Ethan. You know that cultural oven. It's great for baking stuff. Yeah. Especially words uh, exactly. that are hop, skip, and a jump words away from other words. culture. Yeah, it's any kind of culture. It's great for culture because it's a cultural oven. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know that Santa Claus delivering presents comes from Holland's celebration of St. Nicholas' feast day on December 6th? Children would leave shoes out the night before and in the morning would find little gifts that St. Nicholas would leave them. One of the, uh, one of the reasons we leave milk and cookies for Santa is because Dutch kids would leave food and drink for St. Nicholas on his feast day. And we leave carrots for Santa Claus reindeer because in North Miso- mythology, my goodness, mythology, people left hay and treats for Odin's eight-legged horse. Sleipner. In oh, hopes the god would stop by their home during his Yule hunting adventures. Dutch children adopted this tradition too and would leave treats for St. Nick's horse. And, and, yep. I didn't know that about the carrots. I knew that about the shoes. As you know, you knew about the shoes, yeah. I knew about the That's shoes. That's in some old movie, the shoes. 
But yeah, I didn't know how to do with Odin, which is Thor's dad. Right. That makes sense. The Dutch influence there. Mm-hmm. Cultural uh, oven. And did you know that... Sto- have you heard the story of the stockings and how we got that tradition? Is that because women used to dry their stockings uh, after they would wash them by the fireplace? And that's similar to the shoes. That's what yeah. I remember. But Well, that's part of it. The story is a man with three daughters couldn't afford that's the dowry right. to have them married. So one day, St. Nicholas dropped a bag of gold down the man's chimney so that his oldest daughter could get married, and the bag fell into a stocking that was drawn around the fire. The bag fell into a stocking. Uh-huh. A that big, huge bag of gold well, fell into a tiny little was. stocking. Well, we don't know how big the bag was. We don't know how big the girl was. It could have been a big stocking. I gotta... I, that's how an odd picture. How much gold do you think it takes? That's an odd picture. I The way I pictured it is that... He just snuck in, and they were drying by the fire, and he put the gold in there. Well, you know, it is an old story, so who knows? Hmm. Now, did you know... Do you know who Washington Irving is? No. Who's Washington Irving? Well, he's the guy who created the image of Santa flying in a sleigh. And what year do you think that came about? 1890. 1819. I thought you were going to get it there, but you were 70 years off. Uh... Anyway, and he's the same guy who created the Headless Horseman. Oh, that's... I thought the name sounded vaguely familiar. I, yeah, I was diving into the origins of that at one point mm-hmm. on uh, on the interwebs. Yeah, you're really good at remembering that stuff. I am not so much. I do not have as many memories of things like that as you have. Um, now, not all Christmas characters are as benevolent. There's also Krampus. Have you heard of him? Oh, yes. There's a 1915 horror movie named Krampus, and it's about a horned-hooved demon who punishes naughty children by beating them or dragging them to hell. And it's part of Austrian folklore. And then there's Belschnickel, who is German and Pennsylvanian Dutch, and he's a combination of the two. A fur-clad menace who brings candy to good children and beats bad children with his switch. You may recognize Belschnickel from the time Dwight dressed as him on The Office. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, I don't remember that episode. You, what do you remember from that episode? Um, I, well, he came in with a, a kind of a some kind of broom or or a handful of straw who was going to beat all the naughty office workers. And with. did he decide that everyone was naughty? No, not necessarily. But he was ready to beat anyone that was naughty. That sounds about like him. Um, okay, so here's some more about Rudolph. Rudolph was almost named Rolo or Reginald. Reginald the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Rolo the Red-Nosed Reindeer doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Well, you don't hear... I mean, Rudolph used to be a more popular name than it is, I'm sure. Rudolph. Rudy. Rudy's kind of a nice name. Yeah, but you don't hear Rudolph. Rudolph, Rudolph was my college roommate's last name. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh... But that's the last name, so... I just think it might be more popular... What year did you, you know say it was Rolo? created? You know Reginald? Never heard Rolo. I do know Reginald. Really? Is he yes. old? Is he old guy? Uh, I th- don't remember. There was some relative somebody told me about him. Mm. So, so I close. never actually met him. <laughs> um, the poem that introduced us to the other eight reindeer, called A Visit from St. Nicholas, actually name-dropped... Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, 
Dunner and Bixen. Bixen. Which Donner and Blitzen, which like Donner and Blitzen, come from the German words for thunder and lightning. Oh, interesting. Donner and Blixen. Over the years, the other reindeer have had a variety of other names, including Flossy, Glossy, Racer, Pacer, Scratcher, Feckless, Ready, Steady, and Fireball. Oh my. No relation to whiskey. Although I think that could be a good advertisement <laughs> if they wanted to make that work. Although I don't know how many people know On that. Fireball. Yeah. On Fireball. Yeah. You know, Santa. It's got to get that. That's like, note. you know, when they, put, well, when they put laughing gas in the tank of a car and makes it go fast, they get some Fireball, give it to the reindeer that supercharges it. Yeah, well, Rudolph, you know, he's an alcoholic because he got that red nose. So his Fireball is his right. best friend. That's right. That's right. Now, I got a fun fact about reindeer. Did you know that reindeer's antlers fall fall off? Male reindeer antlers fall off in the beginning of December. But females keep their antlers year-round, or at least till the end of the year. They fall off? Well, they fall off like, like deers and other things. That's when they, crazy to me. Yeah. They, they just they, fall off? Yep, so they're they just grow them. around the woods all over the place? Every year they grow a new set of antlers. Sounds like a lot of work. Yep. yep. There are people that go around and collect them. And, I believe uh, it. And make things out of them and other things. Yeah. Um, the first batch of eggnog in America was crafted at Captain John Smith's Jamestown Settlement in 1607. Whoa. And the name eggnog comes from the word grog, which refers to any drink made with rum. So it's just... What is it exactly? I've, I've never really understood what it is. You know, here we are asking questions about things that I definitely don't know the All answer All right, fine. To I'll then. just Google it. Hold on a minute. Now, um, how's this for romantic? <laughs> Mistletoe, <laughs> the special sprig we all swap smooches under, is actually a parasite. Do you know that? Sucking nutrients from its host tree in order to stay festively green all winter long. If enough mistletoe attaches to a tree, it'll eventually kill it. Wow. So it's like Spanish moss, but I festive. So. Yeah, Spanish. Fest- fest- festive Spanish moss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's right. And the mistletoe, the word mistletoe, comes from the Anglo-Saxon word mistletan, mistletan, and mistel, (laughs) which means dung and tan, which means twig, on account of its habit of sprouting near bird poop. Good habits. And then the person at the end said, cute, but I disagree with them. Do you know that Silent Night is the most recorded Christmas song in history with over 733 different versions copyrighted since 1978? And the legend is that it was written by Father Joseph Moore in Austria who was determined to have music at a Christmas service after his organ broke. And it says that, but then it says, in reality, a priest wrote it while he was stationed at a pilgrim church in Austria. Oh, do pilgrims not have music? Is that why? Because I was going to say, well, why can't those both be true? Like, what if it was when Father Joseph was a priest stationed at a pilgrim church in Austria? Because I don't think a pilgrim church would have an organ. Mm. You know, I don't know a lot of pilgrims, if I'm going to be honest. Right. Well, pilgrim implies that you're traveling, right? So I don't think they would have... I mean, unless it's it's just a church that has a namesake of pilgrim. Pilgrim's Progress. Well, it's Pilgrim's Progress because he's making a pilgrimage to oh, yeah. heaven. But then what about the pilgrims who came to... I almost said to Earth. 
Rather the pilgrimalians. Say, say that again and see if you can figure out where they were going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they were still they're still pilgrims though, aren't they? If it's a pilgrim church, I think pilgrim implies that you're going someplace. Maybe they had to leave their organ behind, and so then they wrote Silent Night because they <laughs> that, wanted to sing. That anyway. could be. That makes sense. But that's that's the other third theory to the because I don't think that matches the other two scenarios. Well. Santa Claus is coming to town actually has a truly depressing backstory. Oh, no. Did you know that? Uh, songwriter James Haven Gillespie was broke, jobless, and his brother died. And then he was asked to write a Christmas song. He was originally too overcome with grief, but eventually found inspiration in his brother's death and the Christmas they had together, and he wrote Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Wow. I know. Well, I guess that's a nice thing. Um... To do in reaction to a bad situation. Um. Um. Yeah. Um. 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 That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> One point wow. for Ethan. <laughs> I. Wow. We're back to the game show. Um. The game show hasn't happened yet. She doesn't oh. know about it yet. But she's. Well, there's to. something coming. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. You'll never guess. Um. The. Did you know the original? We're almost done. We've got five more here. Let's pop them out, uh, because Mom's going to get home soon, and we don't want her to see this. The original lyrics to Hark the Herald Angels Sing were, Hark how the Welkin's rings. Welkin rings. Oh, those Welkin rings. Welkin is an old English term for heaven. A preacher later tweaked the lyric. I thought he sh- I thought that said, a preacher later, t- later tweeted, tweeted the, the lyric, lyrics. Tweeted the lyrics. Do you know that Jingle Bells was originally supposed to be a Thanksgiving song? Oh. Well, that seems like a mistake because it's such jingle a great Christmas bells, song. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, I thought it's right. It really doesn't sound like a Thanksgiving song at all. But you know what? Well, it's Who's just... ever heard of a Thanksgiving song? Well, riding in a one-horse open sleigh is a little bit weird in the middle of actual winter. Like, how often are you ride in a one-horse open sleigh? How many times have you done that? Uh, well, not often, but I know people that. Well, you never do. done it at Thanksgiving, that's for sure. I one of my coworkers at work, uh, one of his big businesses is giving people rides on his horse and his sleigh, and um, especially like people at a wedding, and he does not do any business after Thanksgiving. On purpose? Uh, well, partially on purpose, but just because he knows the weather's going to be so bad. Well, never. Maybe they wrote anything. it in Florida. Well, you could just stop, and we'll, stop. we'll stop. stop here. So, thanks for joining us. This is... Well, we're going to be back. Boy. Oh, we're going to be back. Well, we got to finish. What are we finishing? There's a whole bunch more. Well, what if we just didn't do that? Well, let's, let me get the last three out. Boston Come Church on. leaders try to have the song I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus banned in the 1950s because they thought it promoted physical intimacy. Singers <laughs> Jimmy Boyd, singer Jimmy Boyd had to fly to Boston and explain to them why it wasn't obscene. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas... Is You holds the Guinness World Record for title for highest charting holiday song in the music video Santa is played by Mariah's then-husband Tommy Moitois. And the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jimmy Carrey, Jimmy, Jim Carrey <gasps> version. Really? Of course. That's too bad because it's an of awful course. movie. I hate that movie. I think it's a great movie. It's not that good. All right. Well, that is our facts about Christmas. All right, Ethan. So do you know all the places mom has lived? Oh, I no. I maybe since I've been born, I know where she's lived. But well, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about one of the places that she's lived, oh, and we get some history on that. I hope it's a recent one. So, where do you think the first place is that we ha- are talking about? Is it the earliest place that she lived? Mm, no. Oh well, I don't know. Is it the most recent place? She, is it here? 
Or we yeah. live it now. Okay. <laughs> so So have you ever been to Cassopolis? I have been to Cassopolis. I was wow. yeah, raised in Cassopolis. You about to say born, weren't you? But uh, you weren't. Yeah, it's true. Alright, well, here's some fun information I found from the Wikipedia article. So, you know, it could be true, it could not be true, who knows? So Wikipedia says, Cassopolis is a village in the U.S. state of Michigan. Did you know that? I didn't know Michigan. that. There's, an, there's also Cassopolis uh, in another state. I, I want to say Missouri, but it might be Montana. Well, it is the seat of Cass County, located mostly in LaGrange Township and a small portion extending east into Penn Township. The village and county are named after statesman Lewis Cass, a New Hampshire native and a prominent U.S. senator from Michigan prior to the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. Diamond Lake, one of the 100 largest inland lakes in Michigan, is located in Cassopolis. Cassopolis is part of South Bend, Mishawaka, Indiana, Michigan Metropolitan Statistical Area, (laughs) (laughs) which is Michiana, I guess. The population was 1,774 at the 2010 Cassopolis census. It was platted? Plated? By European Americans in 1831 and had already been designated the county seat by that point and was incorporated as a village in 1863. Oh, 1863. Known for farming. And the Underground Railroad, by which sympathizers aided refugee slaves from the south to gain freedom to the north and in Canada. Mm -hmm. Like the Bonnie House that we used to uh, see as kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fun information about Cassopolis. Yeah. Do you know that in the 60s, a group of African Americans connected to the Nation of Islam acquired some 1,000 acres of farmland in the area? No, I did not. Work on this acquisition was overseen by a man who graduated from Cassopolis High. That's What on earth is that (laughs) statistic? We don't know. Maybe it's... Just around the corner, and we know nothing about it. Uh, I, where did you get this? Well, I have a list of notable people from... It's from Wikipedia, <laughs> I already told you that. That's on the Wikipedia page? Yep. Is it some... Mm-hmm. Is, it's notable that an African-American bought a bunch of fam- farmland? Yep. <laughs> That's an odd thing to have on Wikipedia. Diamond Lake is the largest lake in southwestern Michigan. And there are some notable people from cast that somehow have gotten deleted deleted from my notes. So <laughs> someone doesn't want you to know about them. So yeah, so that's the quick update on Cassopolis, Michigan. There you go. And now a word from our sponsor. Honey, what do you want for Christmas this year? Well, my list is ten miles long and I don't think you'll get me the one thing I want anyway. What if there was a way to get your gift without involving your loved ones? Yeah. Who said that? Hi, I'm Amazon Bill, and I'm here to tell you about the new Amazon Bill feature. It works just like a wish list, but instead of guessing the item you want, they know the item you want because you just bought it. That's perfect! That's awful! (laughs) Uh, We at Amazon know there's always people who stand in the way of progress, but we firmly believe in doing what we want anyway. Because we're Amazon. This year, instead of a list, just send them the bill. Alright, so the interview portion of this podcast is going to be with Anita's family. And so I'll start off. I'm Joel Powelski. I'm Ethan Powelski. 
I'm Shiloh Pawelski. And I'm Paul Pawelski. So today, we're going to talk about Christmas. Woohoo! Merry Chrysler. Merry Crisis. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, so does anyone have a Christmas memory to start off to talk about with Anita involved? Do you remember the first your first Christmas together, Dad? Yeah. We were in Dayton, and uh, we had a little plastic, uh, Christmas tree that uh, I had gotten to fill in with the bushes. But we got it out, and we made a Christmas. We decorated it all up. But we had a little trouble with the with the icicles hanging properly. Like It wasn't quite the look I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the second year we used those, and then we realized instead of having icicles, we actually had like the shredded paper you put on top of gift bags. Mm, gotcha. So the tree looked a little funny that year, but it was our tr- Christmas tree. You shredded. actually had the shredded paper that you... Yeah. What's the <laughs> shredded paper? I don't know what that is. And how do you get that mistake with icicles? Because it's strips of paper. Strips. So we strips? saw it hanging, and it didn't hang. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a little bit like having Easter grass. You know what Easter grass is? He didn't get confused with icicles. He was trying to do it in place of icicles thinking they'd Well, no, I thought they were icicles. Oh! oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were strips. They were little strips. We've never... They were little strips and so we thought we'd just put them on the tree and they would hang. But they didn't hang as well as we thought they would. (laughs) What shape were they? It was like... Little strips. Just like icicles. Like like if you were to shred a piece of paper? Like Easter icicles. Like no. green Easter icicles. Easter, it's Easter. Well, wouldn't grass. it work like tinsel, like on the tree? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of pretty, but it wasn't hanging like I thought it would. You know, like well, the other kind of icicles. You know, the prettiest Christmas, whatever time of year it is, <laughs> the prettiest Christmas tree we've ever had was a nice pink one that Ethan made. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean with the, with the pink pearls, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So, well, one year, we Joel and I wanted to decorate the tree. And, <laughs> I don't know, Innocently we were enough. like five and three years old, probably about that time, age range, and mom was good enough to let us decorate the Christmas tree. And we thought it looked pretty good. I still think it looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We think got it was pictures kind of, of it. It was a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, as you can imagine, a five-year-old does not decorate the prettiest tree. Um, and then what... So, and then somehow... Mom and Dad's, the place where they were working, they decided, oh, let's have our Christmas over at Paul and Anita Puelski's house. What a that good year. idea. Yeah. That was that same year. They huh. decided this for themselves? They invited themselves over? No, we, we invited them over. They, they would go to different people's houses different years. Well, they would go to a restaurant, and some people didn't like going to the restaurant. Yeah. And before we started, they had gone to people's homes. But the boss had moved to a different home, so she didn't have as big an area where she could have the whole party. We said, well, we have a big house or big area in our house. You can just come over to our house. It's mm. a good idea. Was that Anita's idea? Probably. And you didn't oh, really? we had fix fun, the tree though. or anything? Well, it's probably cute, you know. Oh, no, look we, we were really did. looking forward to having it over. It was a yeah. big deal to us. I'm sure you could explain as your children decorated the tree. They were all nice people. They would be okay with that. That's good. Shiloh, do you remember the first Christmas at, with our family? I wish I had specifics of that. Um, no, I've been mostly a Grinch my whole life, so being... Uh, infiltrated into the Puelski family has been interesting and 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 really fun as well. I was gonna say it's good save. it's yeah yeah. So I think this is the year that my heart has grown three sizes. And I feel like I'm really part of the Puelski Christmas and wanting to be part of the Puelski Christmas. So um, I know Ethan told me a story. Maybe it's not. I don't think it's personal, but it's about Christmas. Um, 
back when you were in which house which house were you having some problems with like the heat which one was this do you remember probably allegheny allegheny yeah um what christmas did you take uh everyone to walmart and get vhs tapes or dvds the dollar dvds from the bin and go back to the house you told me about this you told oh. me about this do you remember that what, what i'm talking about i don't remember they were dollar dvds but we did that or kind of they thing, five dollar so dvds believable. one of those five dollar dvd bins and you all got Dude. a movie from it well, and brought it back the to the house maybe, it, maybe it'll explain it's not really that big of a story but i think it just testifies to like the character of the puelski christmas which is Everyone's important. The uh, presents are important. Giving to people is important. And so, um, and I think, anyway, I just think that it was a really, really nice thing. You guys, apparently, in my head, how the story goes is you guys all went to Walmart or some other store and went and picked out $5 DVDs from that bin, then went back to the house and watched them for Christmas because you guys didn't have a whole lot to give each other. So you guys each gave each other a DVD. Is that not how it goes? You you told me this. Ethan, you told me this in the car, then you started crying. <laughs> At I one time, it's it's I I don't remember it that way. We used anyway. to do that. Permida, remember you go there and get their cheap DVDs. And you said this is what really what felt like Christmas to yeah. me and my family, where everything was important. A family was important, and even though you didn't have a whole lot, you still gave what you had, and it was just a nice little thing. So what? What I what, probably what good, I was remembering was Sorry. was um. It's a good story. It's a great story. You started crying did, in the car. I what I. What it almost sounds like you're talking about is the time we got the Greatest American Hero DVDs. We all oh. got DVDs that year. We weren't specific but about they DVDs, weren't... though. You yeah. yeah. Say okay. We just had DVDs. Gotcha. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that, that was a the year. We pretty much sat on that couch for a whole week watching mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 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 And we didn't have a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't right. Allegheny. It was Allegheny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegheny. Yeah. And uh, I think that was the same year at Thanksgiving. We'd watched some of that Ghibli stuff, whatever it's called. Oh, <laughs> Studio Ghibli? Ghibli. Yeah. Oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> we watched a lot of movies there. We got that real cheap projector from somebody, and we set that up in the oh, living room. Yeah. It was like $5 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's about worth that much, but I think we, somebody paid more <laughs> than that for it. I think we paid $10 for it. Mm. I forgot. That, I think that was like, at Pomida. Maybe. We used to like getting little deals there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So... We all, yeah, I remember that being the year of Greatest American Hero, because that was the yeah. longest DVD series we had. <laughs> yeah. And we'd moved in the old farmhouse. We didn't have a lot of stuff, but yeah. we had family and yeah. stuff. So that would yeah. make sense to that story. And that's what I remember the most, is the yeah. feelings of that's all you guys had, and that family was most important. So. And I remember we didn't heat the bathroom, even. Right? There wasn't a restroom. I remember that the was bathroom was not heated. <laughs> and I remember trying to take showers in that bathroom, and it was quite cold. Oh. It was an old farmhouse. You should be Shiloh. It's all Shiloh's fault. I know. I know. We didn't even know her yet. No, we probably did. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just channeling my inner Anita. My Canadians coming out. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Well, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I remember Shiloh's first Christmas with us. Oh, oh, good. We were up at the little house, the house up on top of the hill, the guest house. Yes. Guest. What do we call it? Guest house. House. Um, (laughs) And so. and Joel was home. Was that your first time oh, coming back from college? Well, I don't know what year. What year was this? 2015. It was 15, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, so and Joel had all these marvelous gifts from oh, Oklahoma, yeah. from the university he'd gotten That's for us. Right. Plus, I he got came my back. Shirt, my shirt from Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, yeah. that purple shirt that year. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the pillowcase. Oh yeah. I think that was the year too. Yeah. I thought it was a good gift. I still have it. Yep. Um, anyway, so that, and it was a fun Christmas because that was a fun room to decorate because we had a high ceiling, so our Christmas tree we could we put two Christmas trees together, and so it was real tall. I didn't remember that. Um, and it was right by the piano, <laughs> so, so it all worked out nicely. 
And it had a like two Christmas trees. It was, yeah, yeah, it looked pretty good. It was like an hourglass. It went, went in in the middle and then back out to the top. Um, and we had a fireplace. So we could have a fire in and yeah. stuff. So it, just, yeah. it was a nice atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Did I have Christmas pudding that year? Was that the first year? Oh. I don't know. It could have been. Was that, that was the first year you had Christmas with my grandpa. Grandma, grandpa. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. So probably. Yeah. That's right. Was that the cinnamon roll year? Tradition. Do you remember the first time you had Christmas pudding? Did you like it? I remember Uh the first time I had it. It was at Grandma and Grandpa's house. They only lived at for one year. Where we did the. No, it was. When they moved back to Canada? It was in Canada. The first house they moved into in Canada. I don't remember. Where you had the bubble bath with all those bubbles. Bubble bath is what I was thinking of, yeah. That was that year? That's the year. It was that year. It was a different stay than that particular trip. But that was the first time I had Christmas pudding. Mm. And I didn't know what to think of it at that point. You're too young <laughs> to appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. I that's so. interesting. Mm-hmm. I remember Grandpa getting a four-wheeler and taking us around on a sled behind the four-wheeler. Hmm. And there? no one else seems to remember that. There? Yep. Huh. That sounds like something he would do, and, and he had friends there and stuff. Maybe you're the only one that went with him. I didn't, remember, I didn't hear you say it was there, because I could see me. I could see us doing that there. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. that. But I talked to you, tried to talk to you about it the other day, and you didn't remember, huh, Dad? No, I, but I don't think I was getting the full picture when you asked me. Mm. <laughs> you well, do have the full picture now. <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember that. I do remember going up there, though. Was that Christmas when it was so cold in Anita's? So we went up there, and it's kind of a long trip for us. Yeah. And the car started having electrical troubles. Oh, and we knew something was a little bit oh, up before we left. Yeah. And then, but then someone started honking to us, so again, we got out and looked at our car, and here, there was no back light. There was no lights in the back oh, of the car, but we were already closer yeah. there than here, so we had to keep going. But we just were real careful, and the heater wouldn't work. Oh. We might have known that anyway. Oh, I remember the heater not working. Yeah, yeah. That I remember. And the heater didn't work, and we were going up to Canada. It was cold, yeah, it was getting colder and colder, and oh. we were trying to stay warm. We were all bundled up, because oh, we knew. And finally, we got there, and we were, we were done with the trip, and we were with Grandma and Grandpa, and everything was if Christmas Eve, if it was Christmas time. And uh, it was just so nice to be there. And yeah. Anita goes in and sits down. Oh, she said, it's so good to be in heat. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's right. a common thing in French is that a lot of people say, if you say, I'm hot, like the way that we yeah. would directly translate it, it I'm goes to that. Oh. Yeah. Spanish does that too. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people say it wrong. And then I remember Grandpa fixing that with plastic bags you put over the heat somehow oh. and then we had heat like insulated it and then well, let it get going something? one car it would put out a little bit of heat but mm-hmm. in the back they wouldn't get any so he mm-hmm. took like a carpet tube or something and made like a little duct system so nice. that the that heat would go back to them nice it huh. I remember you just remember plastic bags plastic you just, bags they just bundled up that heat in front of the <laughs> 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 but it was creative and it helped mm-hmm. us out That's do you remember we did later oh. find out there was a why it was a hatchback oh yeah and there was a wire in the back that had gotten pinched. So mm. we, but, but it was in Canada before we came back because we had to have lights in the back yeah, of our vehicle. Exactly, yeah. um, and so uh, Marsha Lofthouse's uncle and I looked at it a long time. We kept checking this and checking this and checking that. Uh, but we finally found where the wires were were pinched. chewed through. Nice. Yeah. Mm. They were chewed through like Well, by the door? hatch. Oh, okay. yeah. What car did we have? Did we have some kind of car? Oh, maybe that was We had some kind of car. Ethan, what were you going to say? Yeah, do you remember what? Yeah, do you remember the year that we got, well, I'll start it off. The way I remember it, uh, this may be a different gift. I may be misconnecting two things, but I remember there was this big, huge box that both of us, Joel and I, both got this big, huge box for Christmas. We were at the parsonage, and it was an early Christmas, and two big boxes. And this is the first time I had ever seen this trick done. 
where you opened up the big box and there was a smaller box inside Aww. of that box. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and we thought, oh, my word. And then we opened that box and there was a smaller box inside oh, of that box. No. Oh. Anyway, I How remember... What <laughs> was it? Do you remember was it the end? Was it some I, good inside? I remember the end penny. being those blue blankets that we got that had Winnie the Pooh embroidered on the bottom corner. So or Tigger or somebody. Small. Yeah, I was small. Yeah. What are you talking oh. about? It was last year. <laughs> I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you don't, you, do you remember the blankets? Those small yeah, I remember the blankets. blankets? I, barely. I remember it being those were there. What were in there? Stitch on the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had remember a that. whip stitch on whip the end. Stitch. Yep. Um, so, let's talk about last Christmas. <laughs> what happened last Christmas? Well, Joel was here, so that was nice, and you, because you were, because I, yeah, because I was in between going You were all to done the with ship, this cruise yeah. ship, right? And so yeah. you weren't sure what was coming next, and you'd audition, and we're planning to audition more and stuff. Um, but that was nice to have you here for a while. Yeah, I think I got the news about France just before Christmas, hmm. a week or two before Christmas, I think I knew, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember that for sure, but... Um, I do remember you were here, and you had got to be here at camp for a while, like not just for a week or something, but so you got to do some stuff with us, like going up to Deb's and helping to decorate Christmas cookies oh, yeah. and some different things like that. And and you got to go to the community Christmas dinner that the camp puts on every year, except yep. they, didn't, they weren't able to this year because of COVID, but mm. normally they did. I didn't tap dance this time, though. Oh, yeah. You know that story, Shadow? I don't know that story. One time, we went over to the... Um, to the cookie decorating thing yeah. they have every year here. And Those, Mom said, bring your tap shoes. I was like, Mom, why am I going to bring my tap shoes? And we got into a little half about it. But then I was like, whatever, I'll just bring my tap shoes even in the car. Hmm. And then we're in there and Mom's like, oh, well, Joel's tapping out. You know, you're like, and oh, she made me stop. put my tap shoes on no. and tap in this lady's kitchen How on her hardwood. <laughs> this was like two years ago. Three years ago. I was in college. <laughs> doing a little tap dance. But, oh, and everybody, so embarrassing. Everybody loved it. It was marvelous. Oh, Oh, well, the people upstairs had been learning tap. Oh, yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. That's we were trying right. to encourage. Because they got some tap shoes at a good at a thrift shop. Oh, And they were concerned hard. for us because it was a tap, 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 all going around. Yeah. But it was like, no, we're good. And so mom was trying to encourage them. That is a nice thing to learn tap. Willow and Eden are their names. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found one um, journal post from me from a few years ago that said uh, that I was no longer allowed to tap. For at such and such hours or something. Oh, that's hilarious. I'd gotten in trouble that. for tapping all day long. Oh, no. That mom and dad had given you? I think it stemmed from someone else in the house. <laughs> oh, that mom and dad gave you for tapping I think they ended up being the authority, mm. but there was a uh, hmm. someone who ignited the situation. Someone was looking for a little Charlotte, piece of were you wife. igniting the situation over there? Don't blame your wife. That's so bad. <laughs> oh, so what are some of our favorite Christmas traditions that we've got going on? Mm. Well, we like Christmas pudding. That's, mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. nice. We got we some in have, the freezer. Do we have some in the freezer? Yeah. We'll definitely have to get that out this year. Uh, that's always fun. We do gingerbread houses. We did one this right? Have we done that? Yep. Yeah. We've done that a couple years now. They're sitting right that's behind new, you. That's a new one. Newish, yeah. That's newish, but... I think this is one of the years we've had... The best years at doing everything. Most years, there's at least one thing that kind of doesn't yeah. quite get done. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had less outside stuff We haven't year. had yeah, presents yet, Joel. <laughs> let's just see, let's see if those presents get stolen. But 
I like oh. that elf on the shop. I've really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fun. Isn't that fun? fun? He's playing the piano today. Oh. But Dad tried to take him out. What do you? Dad tried to take him out. <laughs> no, the greenery just accidentally. He's holding the greenery up for a little while. Did you like him in a little paper tool? I did that one. Oh, I didn't see that one. Did that one? Mom must have seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I had that was a good idea. Oh. oh, that's good. <laughs> Gotta put the thing back on. I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, I noticed <laughs> the thing was missing, but I didn't, know, I didn't see it. <laughs> the metal thing that holds it on is always because yeah. I didn't put the belt in there. But anyway. I probably threw it out. That's creative. That sounds, that's good. That is fun, yeah. Yep. We haven't gone ice skating yet. Do we usually go ice skating? We don't normally. Too? We did it one year. One year. And Chicago. we did it before the kids were born. Like, Anita is used to it from Canada. But oh, nice. Where we just go out to a pond and just actually do it. Well, how many Christmases did you have with Mom before we were born? One blessed Christmas. Oh. <laughs> After you were kids, there, it was just horrible. Right? What? <laughs> you were there. Not before I was born. <laughs> At Christmas, you were there. You were around. You were just well insulated. <laughs> you were around. Well insulated, according you to You didn't that. have any Christmases while you are dating her? No, because she lived in, in Canada Dayton. and he no, lived in, in the Dayton. States. You didn't do Christmas though together? How are they supposed we to did do once. that? They wrote letters well, all apart. No, because we had a lot of Christmas stuff going on. But What's we did that spend story New about you going up to Canada? That was New Year's. Tell that story. Uh, so I went up to Canada. <laughs> um, no, but so the first time I went up to Canada, maybe there were both times New Year's. But anyways, and it was the first time I'd been to their house that I remember at their at the Fordwich house. I'd been, when I was a kid, I was at the Cheapside house. But, um... But, uh, it, so it's the first time I've been there. It's a whole different part of Ontario. And, of course, I, so I was trying to get there, working a lot of hours. And um, and then so it started snowing. Of course, it was up in Canada. And the snow started sticking to the signs. And, of course, back then you didn't have GPS or anything like that. You just had a map. And I just had, I didn't even have a map. I'm not sure if I did. But I just had handwritten directions on how to get their house. And so I want to make sure I didn't miss different roads. So I'd have to stop and get out and knock all the snow off the sign, and then mm. a lot of times it wouldn't be it. The highway wasn't so bad, but then once I got off the highway, then it was hard to see mm. what road was what. Um, and I stopped, and so I had to get a flower for Anita, but of course I couldn't get one in the United States, so they wouldn't let me go across, so I had to get in Canada. Well, I was either in a hurry or it was too late, the thing was closed, and uh, so I didn't. I just had American money. So I had to ask the florist to take American money, and she did, but she didn't like doing that. Um if if you bought a flower, they wouldn't let you go across the border. They with the flower, they wouldn't let the flower go. Why? Because it might have germs or bugs, bugs or something like that. It's a part of their border control. Border <laughs> control. Um, it's just like taking certain foods and plants. Well, and I might stuff. have bugs too. Well, yeah, but it's still it's the way they control the border. Nothing we can do about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so anyways, but anyways, I got up there and I got to their house and and stuff. But it was, I think it was starting to get dark even by the time I got there. So. I was having a hard time seeing the signs because of the snow and the dark and all that. But I got to their house and everything was good. And mom was working maybe still when I got there or shortly after oh, something. So she had to still work her nursing job because so she had odd hours too. But then she got off of that and then we went out to see Christmas lights. Um, Were they, there must have been different Christmas lights than the ones we used to see with Grandma and Grandpa, The Simcoe right? ones? Yeah, the Simcoe ones. They were I pretty think, old, the ones we would see. Well, I, I thought know, maybe we went to Simcoe. They weren't in Simcoe The, the Simcoe, yeah. It might have been a gorge that we went to. Oh. Maybe it was different. I think I said the other day it was Simcoe, but we did go a see gorge. the Simcoe light. I know. But sometimes a, it's popular to do a gorge, like a little tiny valley <laughs> yeah. where a river goes through. And it's fun because they often decorate them because oh. you can get a lot of lights. It's an easy way to put up lights, mm. you know, because you just put it the other side and then back and forth and back and forth. Okay, so I've got a question. If we were going to cast a Christmas movie, 
with our family, what Christmas movie would it be and how would we cast it? With the five of us? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, it'd be hard to do Christmas I Carol think with in five honor people. of Anita, we should do the Christmas Kiss reenactment. Oh, I think, I think Christmas Kiss too. Well, what's the plot? Of, do, I know. I, 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 she made me watch Christmas Kiss Christmas one the other day. Is. I didn't even know. It what started. It was. Well, I only saw the first so, so many minutes. Do you have the character list? Well, yeah. there's the main lady, Anita. She's <laughs> an interior decorator or something. Oh, perfect. And she, then she's got a boss. Yeah. Oh, boy. But we can't cast the boss oh. uh, because the boss is dating this guy, and the boss thinks that he's going to propose. Anyway, but then. The main girl meets the boss in the elevator, and the power goes out, and they drop a little bit. They think they're going to die, so they make out. Wait, So she what? just made out, but she doesn't they know it's her boss. They other, support she each other. No, they kiss. And they kiss. But that's not just making out, totally. <laughs> Pretty much is. Anyway, but then she doesn't realize She doesn't realize it's her boss's boyfriend until she's back working with her, bo- her boss, and her boss is all excited, but she's also excited because she made out with this random stranger. And then her boss is excited because she thinks she's going to get proposed to, I think. And then the boyfriend comes over and she's like, how'd you know I was here? And she's like, and he's like, I'm here for my girlfriend. And then she, that's when you realize. Anyway, and then there's some kind of, something to do with the nutcracker. And the too. boss, wait, 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 what, what, the boss is real arrogant. The boss is real arrogant and makes this so system do a lot of mean stuff. <laughs> oh. oh, my word. I was thinking you read the bosses. So dad would be the boss's boyfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> Dad would be the boss girl boyfriend. <laughs> the boss would be mom. But that's No, not the boss. No. The girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The main girl. The main, yeah. girl. main girl who's going to get the person, yeah. yeah. But then Regardless. I'll be the elevator. Yep. No, <laughs> so then at the very end they're doing a Christmas play. And how oh you didn't see the end. No. So then one of the props in the Christmas play or whatever Is it the Nutcracker? Hits Maybe that's where the nutcracker comes in. And it hits either the boss lady, hits somebody in the nose again. Oh. Kind of like they... Again? Like like the elevator elevator put them together and then this like prop pushes them together or something like between the boyfriend and the... So that's why I was saying it's more natural. Like in the elevator they just kind of got... Natural. You know, all the time, every time I go to the nutcracker, just naturally props fall and push me into people. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That honestly does sound like something that happened to you though. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. So anyways, and then... But I think maybe... The boss ends up getting hit in the nose that time because at the very end her world comes crumbling Aww. down because her nose is all bloody and well, messed up. Well, bless her heart. So she just had the worst Christmas ever. Yeah, well, but because but... she was pushing everybody around, so you kind of were rooting for her to have some trouble. Oh, <laughs> oh my word! What well, a great movie. Mom and I watched this real cute Dolly Parton Christmas movie yesterday that we were making fun of the whole time because we found out that Eric, the guy who works, who's in charge of the yeah, show, yeah, his wife had seen it, but and she was crying. And then, and then um, she showed it to him. And then she showed it to him. Anyway, and so we were making fun of it the whole time. We we're like, how could she cry? But but the ending, it just all kind of comes together. And then we were crying. Oh well, I don't know if mom did, but I didn't cry a lot. And we were making fun of it the whole time. It is really funny, though, because Dolly Parton's this angel. She's, like, floating around on this cloud. Oh, my, oh, my, oh my word. It's really bad green screen and stuff, too. Oh, my. It just came out this year. Oh, no. Oh, my. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Well, what are... Are there any There's Christmas th- movies? or? Oh, oh. Were you gonna I was just kind of another thing I remember. We did a lot of traveling at Christmas time. Mm. We would travel down to Ohio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when, and it was nice when both grandparents lived there, but then the one moved to Ontario. So we would go to Ohio and Ontario and stuff. And a lot of times we would spend Christmas Eve area time of the week with my mom and dad and family because Christmas Eve is more celebrated in the United States. And then we would go up on Christmas Day and be get late 
Christmas Day to the buyers and then spend Boxing Day with them because mm-hmm. they would be off for that day. Um, but then we kind of would spend Christmas traveling a lot. So when the boys got in the teenage years, we kind of cut that back a little bit just so we could be here. That's one nice. day we were here, one year we were here and it snowed real big. So we went over and went uh, inner tubing over oh, at Dr. Lawless Park, not oh, far from fun. where we live now. Um, so it was kind of a fun day and, yeah. and just do some things ourselves. But I kind of had fun traveling too and seeing the family and stuff. Uh, yeah. I remember one time, that one time where I got really distraught about the McDonald's toy and the Shrek thing. I think that was around Christmas. Tell us about it. We wouldn't, you wouldn't stop to to go to this McDonald's to ask if they had this McDonald's toy. Oh my and I was that when we went to Pennsylvania? Bit, and then I was crying. I cried the whole rest of the car ride out of principle. Oh <laughs> out of principle. Well, one time when Grandma and Grandpa lived in Pennsylvania, we went the toll road out. So it was really hard because they only have certain restaurants, you know. But we had to stop everyone. We had to get the toll road map out and try oh, to figure yeah. out where the McDonald's were and stuff. And then Joel's like, well, let's get off. And they were like, yeah, but we don't know. You know, sometimes yeah. it's hard to get off the toll road and stuff. And it was, it was a bit of a rough trip. And mm-hmm. then she said afterwards, though, I broke mom down. And she oh, said, if you if I'd known how much it meant to you, and it said, I wouldn't have not let you do it. And then, so then from then on, every time I wanted something, I'd say, this means so much to me. Oh, my What'd you say, Joel? This means so much to me, is what I would say to her. Can you hear me now, microphone? I was just worried you might not have caught that. That's nice that they... I'm trying to work on my enunciation. (laughs) Because people can't understand me. So, what's your favorite gift that you have ever given mom? Oh. Gotta think about that for a minute. Maybe this podcast? Oh, oh, this yeah, is a, a pretty big good budget. one, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. No. Good. I remember the year, it just sticks out of my mind. I don't know if it's the best gift I ever gave her, but remember that year we gave her Net 10 phone? We get, You oh. and Mom both had that. Uh, had, it looked a lot like a Blackberry type phone, but it was Oh, from Net we got 10. an upgrade one. Upgrade yeah, an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. It had an MP3 Cyber player Monday. in it. Yeah, I got it on Cyber Monday. Nice. That was. That was. The year after, I think we got the DVDs, or maybe it was that um, year. Maybe we managed to get. The we DVDs were up in the Allegheny House. Yep. And oh, and I remember we got warm blankets that year too. Hmm. We were able to get on Black. We did a bunch of Black Friday shopping that year. Yeah. Anyway, I thought last year was fun. I didn't pay for it, but I was in on it. That Dad got Mom all. Mom asked, you know, maybe I'd like mm-hmm. a musical or two, and yeah. she put them all on there. And Dad here, Dad went and bought all of them for. Her. That's so nice. <laughs> What, do you remember anything you've ever given her? Yeah, Special? so, well, I'm trying to think what stands out. Different years, you know, we've done different things. and mm-hmm. um, So some of it's, I like it when we do a gift of going into Chicago and stuff like that. Oh, afterwards yeah. And stuff. yeah. So yeah. that's the experience. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. That's good. Do we, yeah. Well, we did that one with the family. Did we do more than just that one trip? Well, and Mom and I have gone in a couple, a couple times. times yeah. Oh, yeah. If we could take a Christmas vacation right now to anywhere in the world, where would you go? With the whole Paris, family going. Go right now, France. We have yeah, to say we France. Don't see where you live. Well, let's say France you. doesn't count then. Oh, oh well. Oh, <laughs> that's not Too easy to answer. Can't say that. You can't say oh. Shiloh Neeson's apartment. That's not far enough. Oh, my. Oh goodness. my. Well, Paris is way far. Yeah. Um, Chicago's fun. We like going to Chicago. But we did I'm have sure fun in Chicago other... there, even though it was yeah. wintery and stuff. Wintery, yeah. we had a lot of fun there. Uh, we never got to New York. That might be fun as a family vacation. Oh yeah, sometime. New York at Christmas. I was there at Christmas time last year, kind of. Well, end of November, so it was 
the Christmas things are up and stuff. Yeah. Oh. I think of a warm climate, so this time it would be fun to go to. Yeah. Mm. Kind of weird, though. I've never been to, like... Yeah. You always see videos and stuff, like movies, where they're, like, in Hawaii on yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And I've never... I think it's funny, though, when they have, like, artificial snowmen and stuff. Yeah. All set up. Like I was cooking. I've been in the South during Christmas time. Oh, yeah. In, oh, yeah. in Florida, as they were getting ready for it. Yeah. And they had lots of ice cream. Was big. Really? Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because it was warm cheap. enough, you could still have ice cream, yeah, but it yeah. felt Christmas, winter. Christmassy, yeah. I think I come in so that's something yeah. I never yeah. had had in wintertime. Yeah, yeah. That they liked having. But they'd have lots of de- lights and decorations and stuff. That's cute. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's funny because, like, my friend in uh, New Zealand, to her, Christmas is a summer holiday. Right. Right. Mm. It's just funny. Yeah. And her toilet flushes the other way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun fact about things. Australia. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say about Christmas, Mary? Um, Mary one thing Christmas. I've enjoyed was just going caroling. We used to do sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and sometimes we were able to do it at Bethel. Sometimes we do it with Coulter's Chapel. Yeah. And the food drop was after Christmas, but that was a fun church activity. Oh yeah. I remember doing the uh, going to some nursing home, but that had with the birds. The yeah, the yeah. That bird. was from Bethel. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's where Shirley works now. That same oh. place. Oh. All right. Well, that concludes our interview for the Christmas podcast. The Anita Powelski podcast is brought to you in part by the following sponsor. Does your kid still believe in Santa Claus? Are you afraid of telling him that he doesn't exist? Do you want to avoid talking to them about it? Well, you can give them the Stay Stupid card. It has two checkboxes. The first check gives them the option to learn the truth that Santa never really gave them any of their presents. Or they can choose the second option and keep believing in a fake man who flies through the air and magically visits every home in the world in one night. How How silly. silly. Hear what our smart Stay Stupid customers thought of our product. I thought Bobby was going to choose the wrong thing. But then when I explained to him that believing in Santa made him just as naive as all his little friends... He made the right choice. Now I know I'm a good parent. <laughs> the best part of the Stay Stupid is I don't even have to be there for the parenting. I don't have to watch as they slowly realize their whole childhood is a lie. And it's great all year round. When it came to Easter, I just scratched off Santa, wrote the Easter Bunny, and hit him all over the yard. Be smart. Stay stupid this Christmas. And now it's time for your favorite game show, I Got a Question, Anita Answer, with your host, Joel Powelski. Hello, I'm Joel Powelski, one of the hosts of the Anita Powelski Podcast, and this is your favorite part of the show, I Got a Question, Anita Answer. Today, our competitors are... Paul Powelski. Shiloh Powelski. Ethan Powelski. All right, and this is our very special Christmas episode... Players, are you ready? Yes. Ready. So I'm going to ask you a question. You'll write down the question. When you have your answer written down, you'll put your pen down, and then we will read out the question, the an- your answers, and I will tell you who got it right. All right? All right, first question. Who was the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? Oh, my word. Who was the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? Is there a time... Reference to this too, like when this movie came out, that we would know. I have no idea. In general, okay, these are just general questions. Yep. 
I can look it up. Let so me look it we... up. Okay, jingle. No, I just mean, was there something with the questions? Like, last time oh, was no. a period. No, it was um, Christmas. It's all related. Oh, it's all Christmas related. It's all, oh, okay. yes. So Thanks. Jingle, that helps all to know. jingle All the Way came out in 1996. And so, are we supposed to name the actor name or just yes. the character name? Oh. All right. Jingle All the Way is a 1996 family comedy film. Um, it's main characters are two rival fathers, a workaholic and stressed out postal worker, both desperately trying to purchase a Turbo Man action figure for their respective sons. Does that bring back any memories? I've, never I've definitely seen, seen it when I was a kid. I didn't realize it until I just read that, but I remember watching it. I might even give it to Ethan. All right, Ethan is pretty sure he has it here. Shiloh and Paul look rather confused. No, Chris, I don't. All right. Are we supposed to write down anything? I'm just, I'm, I'm choosing a no, random celebrity. No, you can't pass it. Just put someone down. It's not, right. it's, not, it's, it's a woman. It doesn't even matter. All right. So Shiloh, what is your guess? Selma Hayek. No. Paul, <laughs> oh, what is your guess? Anita Pawlowski. Oh. No, Ethan, what is your guess? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Oh. All right, so that gives Ethan one point, and that's it. <laughs> All right, second question. What was the name of the animated Christmas movie featuring Tom Hanks? What was the name of the animated Christmas movie featuring Tom Hanks? <laughs> I'm not going to give you a synopsis of this one because it gives it away. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Do you know, Dad? Do you got your answer. Do you have your answer? I got an answer. But... <clears throat> Ethan, give us your answer. Frosty Snowman. No, Paul. Anita goes to Bethlehem. Oh. <laughs> no, Shiloh. Big. No, the correct answer was the Polar Express. Oh, oh that one. Yeah, obviously. Duh. That makes sense. All right, question number three. What made Frosty come to life in the movie Frosty the Snowman? What made Frosty come to life in the movie Frosty the Snowman? Okay. Oh, yeah. Paul, just make up the song. All right, Paul, what is your answer? Don't say um, a kid is interested in, <laughs> believes in him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Shiloh? A top hat. Yes. Ethan? Old silk hat. Yeah. It's just a hat, so we'll give but you those, both in the, answer. In the, in the song, it's old silk hat. But in the movie. And it's an old silk hat in the movie, well, too. I think I thought about it. I think I both of you. Okay. Question whatever number. Four. How many reindeer were in the story Twas the Night Before Christmas? How many reindeer were in the story Twas the Night Before Christmas? Remember to put your pens down when you have an answer. Paul? Seven. Shiloh? Seven. Ethan? Three. Eight. Oh. Ah! Because so there's close. normally nine, but Rudolph was not in the story. Oh, good. Oh. We tried. All right. Question number five. Who played George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life? Who played George Bailey in the classic dis- the Christmas movie It's a Wonderful Life? 
So far, we're tied with one point each. Yeah, but that's not true. Look, my... Oh, yeah. I, I give you Ethan's point, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Oops. Hey. <laughs> Why did I put you guys in the backwards order? This is an easy one. Yeah. yeah, it is, if I can remember his name. Do you have an answer? I've never oh. seen No. You've never seen that movie before? What? Oh, they'll have to change that. It's an old Bolesky tradition. I can't oh, remember no. his name. Just, just, just make it Okay. Alright. Shiloh, what's your answer? <laughs> Elvis Presley. Paul, what's your answer? Anita's dad. No. 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 <laughs> Ethan, what's Jimmy your answer? Jimmy Stewart. Yes. <laughs> 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 Jimmy Stewart. I was so excited yeah, to be that's wrong. It. All right. Oh my gosh. Question. Next question. What Bing Cosby? What's <laughs> his name? Yeah. Crosby. Crosby. They spelled it wrong in the article, I guess. What Bing Crosby song is the best-selling Christmas single ever? What Bing Crosby song is the? It says the best-selling single ever. I'm not sure if that's true. Shiloh, what's your answer? Silver bells. <laughs> Ethan? White Christmas. Paul? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. White Christmas is Oh, answer. shoot. I'm going to give that to you, Dan. Huh, that's right. I'm going to give it to you. Well, you were close. Cool. It's the right song. Okay. Oh, okay. What name is given to small sausages wrapped in bacon? A staple at a British Christmas dinner. What name is given to small sausages wrapped in bacon? A staple at a British Christmas dinner. We have some threats being thrown at certain players from their wives. I can cut it right. You ready? You have an answer? Alright. Paul, what's your answer? Hogs in a blanket. Shiloh? Snossages. <laughs> Snossages. Ethan? Tone hole? Oh, oh no. no! Dad was the closest. It's pigs in a blanket. blanket. Oh, I wrote that down oh, and crossed it out. That. Why did you because I thought I was wrong. Did Shiloh talk you out of it? Or yeah. Was oh. that was the one she I said? I said, oh, that's mm -hmm. not right. Oh! <laughs> almost, but not quite. And that's a British thing? Because mm -hmm. we have them here, too. But ours are different. Ours, ours are is bread. Yeah, oh, ours gotcha. is the rolls. Um, a oh, no one's going to get this. Okay. You, okay, a Swede is a cross between two vegetables. You have... Have three guesses to guess at least one of these vegetables. A Swede is a, a Swede is a cross between How's two it vegetables. How's it spelled? S W E D E. S W. Give us name three vegetables, and if one of them is right, you get a point. Vegetables? Yes. A Swede is a cross between two vegetables. Uh. Um. Broccoli. Nope. Oh yeah, let's just name vegetables until someone gets one right. Bean. Watercress. What'd you say? Bean. No. Watercress. No. Peas. No. Carrots. No. Uh, eggplant. No. Oh. Uh, what's another vegetable? Carrots. Zucchini. No. no. Um. Squash. No. Corn. Pepper. Pepper. No. No. Oh, so give word. us a family of the vegetables. Is it? Like, I, is it some that grows around here? It's there not. are vegetables. There are vegetables. Do they grow around here? Do they grow around no. here? Parsnip. Oh. Or maybe there... yes, yes, yes. Oh. What? They do yes, grow, they do corn, grow around corn, here. You might say corn. No, I said corn. No. Okay, Potatoes. you did say corn. No. Is it a root vegetable? I just asked that. 
Yes. One of them is. Turnip. Yes! Oh. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Turnip and a cabbage. Oh, my God. Oh. All right. Next question. What? What does that have to do with Christmas? <laughs> it's a Christmas food, maybe, or something. Yeah. Is it? I guess so. I guess so. What? Oh no, I just got it. I'm trying at the same time, so I'm just getting it from websites, okay? I hate shit! Edit that out! Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 14 hours of content is a lot. Okay, what is a female turkey called? Oh. What is a female turkey called? We don't get a multiple choice? No. (laughs) Sorry. I should have put these over a little bit. I heard that. Ethan? A gobbler. Shiloh? Ooh. A waddly hen. I just said hen. A hen! Ah! Oh! Ah! That was funny. Alright. So that is all of our Did main questions. No, I don't get it. I yeah, because she, she had hen. hen. She had I had waddly hen. She had a waddly hen, though. I don't know. <laughs> that's still a hen. All right. Know. So here is... It's not going to make her work. That's all of our questions. But we have a bonus all or nothing round. <gasps> oh, my goodness. You have 15 seconds oh, to write down as many Christmas movies as oh. you can. Good oh heavens. You have 15 seconds to write down... No? Let's make it 20. Should we make it 20 seconds? You have 20 seconds to write down as many Christmas movies as you can. When? Players, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Starting in three, can two. We, wait, wait, wait. Can, oh. we, can we abbreviate? Or you have to write them down? Um, what do you guys think? I Let's think you have can, to write them down. I think okay. you have to write them all down. Yep. Yeah, but all but down. if you miss a word or two, it's all right, but close. Written all down. Yeah. Uh, no, you got to write them all no, down. No, I think you got to write the whole title. If you miss a the, you don't get it counted? That's right. Yeah. Oh, my right. goodness. As right. long as you think it's the title. I mean, I, if it's Frosty Summers versus the yeah, yeah, Frosty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. We're not going to look them up or anything. Starting in three, two, one, go. <laughs> Ten seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. All right. I just wrote down three. Okay. Me too. Ooh, yeah. Shiloh wrote out a bunch. I one, two, three, four. And then I didn't finish this one. Rudolph the Red, and that was done. You still got four. That's yeah. more than that. Santa Claus, so. Santa Claus, two, four Santa Claus, three, Santa Claus. Oh, 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 good job. Um, Frosty the Snowman, yeah. Christmas shoes, White Christmas. Wow. It's a Wonderful Life. No, wait, 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 I didn't figure out how we were going to point this. <laughs> no, what's wrong with that? No, it's fine. Shiloh no, gets the point. Shiloh gets one point. Yeah, from that. You said all or nothing. I did say all or nothing. Yeah, so she's the winner. Five points though. Do you no. get one point for each one you sure, wrote you down? Get one point but for I each get, one you wrote down. I get four. Wait a minute. How's that an all, all or nothing? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's funny. It Why doesn't is, matter. I, it doesn't matter. She's the winner. I don't care. No, Why I don't care. Why is there a single question that's an all or nothing? He decided no. I just, I didn't mean all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Why did you nothing. say no, that? Summer nothing. Summer nothing round. Summer nothing round. We knew he didn't mean all or nothing. I don't care. I don't care. I just meant it's like a lot. You know? Yeah. It's a lot. I know what you meant. A lot or nothing round. I got a four answers, so I don't know what that means, but I don't so, care. I, mean, I don't care won. if I win. No, it's okay, Paul. It did mean you red. Well, that's all I said. That, but that's, oh, that's, that's, that's maybe Shiloh's the only one who gets any yeah. points. Well, that's when she gets as many red. points no, as she I said I didn't count this one. One, two, three, four. I know, but what if it's really a movie? You're I would think careful. that would make sense. You didn't spell it right. Oh, yeah. What? Well, I don't remember how many she had. I just gave her four. How many did you give her? Three. How many did you have? You gave her four. It doesn't count. Why? What's wrong? 
There's no movies listed just by what she said. What? Which so we know that she gets one. a point for each one. Rudolph the Red is what so she said. So she only saying. put four down. Yeah. I thought someone was going to put Elf. I thought Elf is so quick. Oh, oh yeah. Didn't win. Hard to think. Hard Anyways, that's fine. She got four points still. All right. So then Shiloh wins. No! <laughs> <laughs> Shiloh wins Yay. with five points. All right. It was contested, but she still won. That's five so points. Ethan gets second place with four points. And Paul gets third place with three points. Well, we were all close. Sorry, I'll play in the trivia. That was so funny. It was fun. It's a trivia. That's very Chrysler. Very Chrysler. Trivia is supposed to be that way. 